0: The Shy and Mighty podcast is on a softly spoken mission to help shy people be more mighty. Shy people don't need fixing. We don't need to change who we are. But in a world filled with noise and hot air, it's time for us to speak up and stop hiding. Hello and welcome to Shy and Mighty with me Nadia Finer and today I'm joined by Lucy Smith who's here to tell us a bit about her work and also her journey from shy to mighty. So Lucy welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me. Oh you're so
0: welcome and do you want to start off by telling us a little bit more about your work and yeah your your coaching that'd be a great place to start I think.
1: Yeah so I have been a personal development mentor since May 2017 and it started purely because of my own journey. So I had a lot of struggles with anxiety and confidence and self-love and I just really struggled back when I was facing those issues. I struggled to find a place where I could get the support I needed and have access to the tools that I really needed. So I decided that I would be the person to create those tools and those resources and that place for people to come when they need the support, when they find out they've got anxiety, but they don't know where to start and they don't know what to do. And so that is what I did. I created a safe place for them.
0: I love that. It's amazing how often the thing we struggle with becomes the thing that we're best placed to help other people with.
1: Yeah, definitely. And a lot of the women that I work with say that they find me much more relatable than a therapist or a counsellor because I've actually been through it myself rather than just being trained in how to cope with it. I've, I've had the experience, I've learned how to cope with it and I've had that personal experience of it.
0: Yeah, it's not theoretical. It's you've experienced it personally. And I think it's so important when you're relating to people to be able to say, you know, I've been there, I've walked in your shoes, I know how you feel rather than feeling like we're being lectured to. <laughs> Cause that's often the case I find with personal development or self help, it feels like someone who's so far out the other side is just kind of telling us what to do.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that's definitely a lot of my audience and what they think.
0: Do you you recognise that you're a shy person or that you've you've struggled with shyness in the past?
1: Yeah, definitely. So in school, I realised I was shy, but I thought it was normal. So I just thought that everyone felt a bit shy and that that was just the way it was and I just accepted really that that's who I was and that's who I always would be and Mm. it wasn't really until this whole realisation of anxiety when my panic attack started that I realised actually it's not normal I don't have to accept being shy I don't have to accept being anxious I can actually make a change and and try to improve myself.
0: So talk to us a bit about what happens to you. You'd been experiencing anxiety when you were when you were younger, and how did it play out?
1: So it's actually quite a dramatic story that I always struggle to talk about without crying. So we'll try.
0: Uh, it's okay. <laughs> Don't worry. I nearly burst into tears when I was interviewing somebody the other day because he right. really touched a nerve, and I was like trying to hold it together, and then had to like finish off the interview. <laughs>
1: Sometimes it's good just to have a little cry though, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. So basically, I was in a supermarket with my sister, which was one of the things that I struggled with most and that triggered my anxiety was being in public places, particularly being alone. And she just wandered off and she didn't really, she didn't have any idea what I was experiencing at all. So she didn't know that that would trigger anything. So she just wandered off. Like I said, I didn't know what anxiety was. I didn't know what panic attacks were. I didn't know anything about mental health, really. It was about five years ago. Mm -hmm. So quite a long time. Obviously, mental health is quite out there now, but it wasn't really back then. And she wandered off and it left me feeling physically sick, shaking, crying and feeling like I was completely out of control with my body. I couldn't calm myself down. and I just didn't didn't know what to do and I didn't know how to control it and how to manage it. So that was the day that I made the decision that I had to see a doctor and got referred to a counsellor. And did, did you, you know, did you know what was happening to you? No, I literally had no idea. I just thought I finally realised something was wrong and that it wasn't okay. Mm. Um, so like I said, that is why I made the decision to find the doctors because before then I'd thought it was completely normal. I'd thought, i'm just a bit nervous i'm just a bit shy i'm just a bit anxious and that was it i didn't really think that anxiety was a thing or that panic attacks were something that you could control and that you could manage i just had no idea really about mental health in general we are so lucky that
0: um the conversation has moved on and that people are talking about mental health now I agree with you that five years ago it wasn't really something that was discussed was it and I think also being British I think that you know when we're having a conversation with people from all over the world it does become clear that us Brits are a bit we're not really necessarily in touch with our emotions and what's going on in our minds you know we just kind of get on with things and we're just busy and when something goes wrong it's it's a surprise
1: yeah yeah definitely it was crazy really just to have that experience but then not have the knowledge Mm. and the understanding I think that's what made me realize that I need to be there for people that felt the same way I did because it's just scary it's so so scary you don't know what to do
0: And thank goodness that you are, because I'm sure you're helping so many people now who are going through a similar thing. Do you feel like there was this direct connection then between being shy and then it playing out as anxiety and then a panic attack? Are they they linked, do you think?
1: Yeah, I definitely think that it contributes because if I hadn't felt shy, I probably would have had more confidence, been a bit more outgoing and I do believe it I then wouldn't have gone on to have anxiety i think and and have feeling shy because if you think about it if you if you're shy and you don't have many friends because you're shy and you're not very confident in social situations because you're shy, then that would then lead to being anxious and having fear about those situations, which will yeah. then lead to potential panic attacks or ongoing anxiety,
0: yeah. It's really upsetting to see that you experienced it on such an extreme level and that it affected you like that because I think, I'm sure that people listening, there'll be some people who've had something similar happen. For others, it's more like shyness is is more of a minor thing, but it's very sad that it played out in such a severe way for you. But I'm so glad that you were able to get the help that you needed when you went to see the doctor, Talk to me about that that conversation. What happened?
1: So it's really funny actually because the conversation with the doctor wasn't very nice um, at the time. I do understand what he meant now, um, obviously with a different perspective. But at the time, the doctor asked me, "Am I unhappy at work? Am I unhappy with my family? Am I unhappy?" with my relationships and friendships and all of the answers were no I'm not unhappy in any of those areas and he said all the problem is you then (laughs) like oh wow okay so that was short and sweet and that was (laughs) his contribution and then he referred me to a counsellor who luckily was really really in touch with mindfulness and personal development and actually set me on a proper productive track to healing my anxiety or managing as i like to call it because i don't think you ever really heal so looking back on it now with a different perspective i do understand what he meant because now i understand i can manage it and i am in control of it so i get what he meant but i think you probably just should have chosen slightly wiser words
0: yes yeah, sometimes i think that um You go and see a doctor and the way that they communicate with you is a bit brash. Somehow it's very clinical and to the point and just it's a bit of a lucky dip as to whether you get somebody understanding or not. But the main thing was he referred you on to somebody who was able to help you. (laughs) I could imagine for me, if I'd have been in that situation, that conversation would have definitely kind of triggered me and set me for days but luckily they they sorted you and sent you on to somebody who could help now it's interesting what you said there about managing versus kind of curing or fixing do you hear a lot of language that suggests this kind of experience is something that can be fixed is that common do you think
1: So I don't particularly hear a lot of language about it, but I do think that people believe they can be fixed from it. Mm -hmm. I know I did. I thought, especially at one point when I was actually put on medication for it, I thought, oh, this medication is just going to fix me. And I don't think that's really a good way to think about it because now I see it as an ongoing managing. And I've been doing personal development now for three years consistently every single day mine is completely managed and if I'm triggered if I'm doing something that makes me anxious or I'm out in public and something triggers me I know exactly what I can do within seconds to keep myself managed and to to stop my anxiety getting any worse or it turning into a panic attack so I do think the triggers will always be there the anxiety may always be there it's just about managing it knowing what to do when it comes up and just being able to almost nip it in the bud for lack of a better saying really just being able to stop it before it gets out of control. Yeah I think it's
0: like a little toolkit isn't it of things that you can draw on in different situations and then combining that with the awareness of what's going through your mind and how you're behaving so that you're able to take action as required and I think in terms of shyness that's something which for many of us it is the case that it's not necessarily going to be something that we fix, nor should we be, because in for a lot of us, being shy is, is it's not a problem as such. It's part of our personality, but there are certain situations in which it maybe is more challenging, and therefore it's a good idea to have some things up your sleeve that you can draw on to help you in that particular situation. When you're working, do you have shyness still? Is it something which you kind of contend with on a daily basis?
1: Yeah, definitely. So I still have moments where I'm sort of too shy in this experience. And to be honest, it's mainly actually in my personal life rather than in my business, in a business way, because being shy is closely linked to confidence and I have a lot of confidence in myself, in my business and in my work. Yeah. so I think as a result that stops me from being shy like today, for example, it's about my 10th podcast. I'm not particularly shy or nervous or anything about recording this, but my first one I was. So I think that's just a confidence thing and the more I do it, the less shy I feel. But sometimes in, social situations if I'm around new people I feel incredibly shy and like you just said it's not particularly a bad thing that's just the person I am and I find myself listening quite intently in a conversation rather than talking all the time or just sitting back and not always getting involved but I don't particularly see that as a bad bad thing as such.
0: I guess it's just it's part of the way we are and you know when you said about work and how you've got a confidence in what you do I think there's also an aspect of it where you're connecting really strongly with your purpose that's the sense I get from you is that you really believe in what you're doing and you know you're helping a lot of people so any issues around confidence or shyness there would be reduced because you've got a bigger a bigger why that keeps pushing you forwards would you agree that that's the case
1: yeah, definitely. I, when you were saying that, I had the hugest grin on my face because you <laughs> just you just said it exactly how it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think for me too, it's so funny because doing this, I'm not really that shy now. I've done a few and I'm enjoying it and I know I'm helping people. So it feels like something you could do all day long because you know that it's important and you're helping people. But I guess when there's situations that are new or you're meeting new people or it's overwhelming because there's lots of people around like social situations, that's when the shyness can come out and it's not, you don't want to be a different person as such, do you? You You're still you, it's just making sure that you're able to interact and handle things in a way that works for you. Does that kind of sum it up?
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely, yeah more often that i'm shy in big social situations
0: so you listen you're kind of sort of hanging back a little bit but do you ever feel like you're unable to do the things that you want to do maybe say something that you want to say or say yes to opportunities is is the shyness holding you back
1: at all so a few years ago i definitely would have said yes it completely held me back and that I used to say no to meals out and to loads and loads of events and that was purely because I was I was really shy and I didn't want that experience now definitely not so much I actually did a post recently on just reflecting on how much I've changed and how far I've come because I now actually would go as far as to say I enjoy a small social occasion with close friends i actually really enjoy that now and it's just the larger ones really that do make me feel a little bit shy and nervous about them
0: you've come a really long way then from your feelings of anxiety all the way through to actually enjoying certain situations socially that's amazing do you feel like you've developed skills then that help you to to cope or do you think that you've had some kind of a sort of transition internally
1: So I think it's a mixture of both. I think I've definitely internally had a huge shift in the way that I see myself, the way I feel about myself and all of that in regards to self-love, confidence, self-belief and all those sorts of areas. But also on a daily basis, I do have skills. I do personal development every single morning without fail and I believe that sort of keeps keeps me feeling really good keeps me able to go out keeps me able to not be shy and and all of those sorts of things because if I didn't do that I have no doubt I would probably slip back into those old habits of being triggered easily and feeling shy and feeling uncomfortable so I think it is a mixture of the two really you need to have some kind of internal shift and you need to have daily habits and skills that you need to get you through
0: yeah, like muscle, like going to the gym, I guess, building up your muscles
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. to help
0: you. You mentioned these habits or development, self-development techniques. What kinds of things are you doing each day?
1: So I start with journaling and I use a really nice journal called the 5-Minute Journal, which just gets you thinking about gratitude and, and what can go well that day. And just really positive things like that to get you in a more positive frame of mind. Because I know, especially me, a few years back, I used to wake up with anxiety and dread. So it's really nice to wake up with gratitude and positivity about the day instead. Mm. I enjoy exercising. So I occasionally do yoga or Pilates, something like that, especially at the moment, because I am trying to strengthen my muscles. So Pilates is really nice for that. And then it's just a mixture of things, really meditation, visualization, hypnosis, just whatever I want to do that morning. I'm quite flexible about it now. I did used to have a really rigid and structured routine, but now I'm sort of a bit more free flow. If I want to do hypnosis, then I do that and I pick the one I want to do or I pick a meditation. And it's just different things like that about getting me really positive and full of confidence ready for the day.
0: I think that's really powerful and I love the fact that you're mixing things up. One of the things I'm going to be including in the Shy and Mighty Society is a whole whole bunch of resources and tools. So things like hypnosis and meditations, journaling prompts all that kind of stuff like exactly as you've described designed to help set people up with a positive mindset for the day ahead to help them to yeah to to face the challenges ahead and to to focus on on the good stuff rather than on fear and anxiety so it's really great to hear that you're using things like that already and that it's helped you
1: yeah definitely I do think I definitely wouldn't be where I am today if I hadn't have started a morning routine and started those habits.
0: It doesn't need to take too long, though, does it? You don't have to do all of them and spend the whole day.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Three hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's really flexible. Um, I only do an hour just because I really do love a lot of habits. and And an hour is just a good time for me. And I don't have any commitments that mean I can't do an hour. Um, but for those of your audience that are mums or have a job or anything like that then just do whatever you can 10 minutes is is enough and just pick one habit that you really enjoy and that makes you feel really good and just do 10 minutes of that habit
0: yeah 10 minutes everyone's got time for 10 minutes and I think it's just the case that it's important to prioritize it rather than feeling like you don't deserve to spend 10 minutes or half an hour on yourself because other things are more important. And I I really believe that if it's important enough to you, you will find the time. We've all got those few minutes that we can dedicate to ourselves. You mentioned the importance of self-love. Now, Can you talk to me a bit about that? Because I feel like shy people, especially, we lean more towards being hard on ourselves than being kind to ourselves.
1: Yeah, definitely. I completely agree. And it's definitely something that I've struggled with. And with self-love, as you work on everything else, your self-love will naturally improve. So... As you learn to manage your anxiety or as you learn to build your confidence or as you learn to sort of manage your shyness, I think the self-love naturally does improve with that. But just a few simple things you can do to help with self-love is to, to journal. There's a few different ways you can journal to help your self love, but it's things like writing down all of your strengths, writing down all the things that you like about yourself and then crossing out the word like and changing it to love. And just add into those lists as often as you can. Every time you think of another strength, every time you think of something you love about yourself, add it to that list. And when you're feeling like that lack of self-love, you can look back over those lists and see how amazing you really are and just use that as a daily practice.
0: I think that's, that's a wonderful thing to aspire to. It might feel like a bit of a leap for some people who... Like you say, the word love feels a bit much. Start with like and then change it to love. Start gradually. You know, do one or two things. Keep it secret. No one needs to see. It's not like you're necessarily pinning it on a wall for someone to walk past and read. It's completely personal and private. No one's going to know. So you don't need to feel weird about it. But I, I do think that starting to appreciate the things about us which make us the wonderful people that we are is a really important first step because it can be so tempting just to focus on the things which where we're lacking the things that we find difficult and the challenges to overcome instead of looking at the stuff about us which makes us brilliant. That's one of the reasons why I ask my guests and the people that I speak to to tell me what the positives are of being shy or why the world does need shy people because it's not something we necessarily should always talk about in the negative I like to celebrate the positives as well so Lucy what would you say if I was to ask you why the world needs shy people
1: so I think you're definitely right there that there are positives to everything to every characteristic every personality type I mentioned it earlier that I like to listen when I'm feeling shy. And I think that's a real positive. Being a good listener makes you a good friend, a good family member, being able to listen to other people and not always have an input, not always have something to say. Because sometimes people don't want an opinion. People want someone to listen. They just want that ear. They don't want a response. So I think that's a real positive about being shy.
0: You're so right. I think it's a talent which is lost, the art of conversation where the other person is actually listening to what you're saying, absorbing what you've said, maybe has something to build on, something to suggest, but they've actually listened properly to what you're saying. It's actually unusual if you were to to think about the conversations that you've had lately, Often it's just people taking it in turns to speak rather than actually listening and processing what the other person is saying. So being able to listen, I think the fact that you've chosen the kind of work that you do as well, Lucy, is testament to your listening abilities because being able to mentor people and support them on their journey is it's all about listening to people as well rather than just saying a bunch of stuff
1: yeah definitely yeah
0: so I think one of the career options as well that people may consider shy people because we are so good at listening is this type of work where you're helping others where you're supporting them mentoring coaching counseling that kind of work is perfect for people like us who, like, who prefer deeper connections and conversations. So the fact that we find huge groups of people more challenging, that's absolutely fine because our strengths lay elsewhere. So Lucy, um, just on a final note, do you have any other tips that you would like to share with us to help us go from shy to mighty?
1: I would just say just to embrace who you are and the person that you are and just recognize that you are amazing just as you are and that you can manage or improve or whatever word you want to use on the slight little things that you would like to. So for me, it was my anxiety and my fears and you can make those subtle changes. It doesn't have to change you drastically. It doesn't have to make you a different person, but it can improve your life. So that would be my advice.
0: Thanks, Lucy. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful chatting to you. If we want to check out your work, find out more about you, where should we go?
1: So my website is succeednow.co.uk. And on there you can find my membership site, which is for managing anxiety. So that's all on there. I've got loads and loads of blog posts as well on there for you. And on social media, I am Succeed Now.
0: Thanks, Lucy. Thank you so much. And it's been really wonderful chatting to you and hearing your story and your amazing transformation from shy to mighty.
1: Yeah, it's been lovely. Thank you for having me.
0: Bye, Lucy. Bye. The Shine Mighty Society is a safe place for shy people to shine. Learn specific techniques to help you improve your confidence and overcome limiting beliefs. Make quiet connections with people just like you. Coaching, support and encouragement to coax you out of the shadows
1: and help you reach your goals. Head over to ShineMighty.com to find out more.